When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Uh, The Islanders' 50th anniversary season, it continues with celebrations and giveaways all season long at UBS Arena. ESPN New York wants to make you part of this historic season. Enter to win two free tickets to the Islanders' face. This is a big game, by the way, against the Red Wings at home on March the 3rd. Just download the ESPN New York app, scroll down to contests, and submit your entry for full contest rules. Go to ESPNNewYork.com. Be sure to visit NewYorkIslanders.com for team notes. News, tickets, and more, and catch every Islanders game live on the Islanders stream, heard only on the ESPN New York app. All right, uh, why don't we get back to a little bit of the baseball? Um, we heard from Aaron Boone. We heard from Giancarlo Stanton. Here's my question for you. Do you think we will see Anthony Volpe with the Yankees this season? This season? Yeah. Ooh. I would lean no now at this moment. You don't think we see him at all? Like, cup of coffee, late season, 40-man roster kind of thing? Well, I mean, you'd lean Peraza, wouldn't you? I mean, because Peraza's already, I mean, he's been up, he's had the experience. Yeah, but at what point am I going to see Volpe? Uh, Dude, I mean, they have so much pressure on this kid that they have to make sure he is ready to step on the field and be good. I mean, he struggles, they're going to get crushed. Crushed. If if Volpe doesn't turn into a star, and he doesn't have to be a star this year, but a star at some point down the road, Yankees, and rightfully so, will get killed because you could have gotten big returns. You, you know what the thing is? We talk about not making appropriate moves. There was a time the Yankees could have gotten a fortune for Clint Frazier. There was a time the Yankees could have gotten a fortune for Ma- Miguel Andujar, and they let both guys squander their careers, and now I don't even know if they're in baseball at the moment. Well, Esteban Florial, we heard the same stuff about. Right? So Volpe, you're right. He, he better be. So you don't think we're going to see him this year, but he spoke yesterday to the media do you feel pressure as a top prospect in Major League Baseball? Not necessarily. I think it's, if anything, a really big vote of confidence from the organization and from the beginning. So it just feels like to me that everyone's invested in me and it allows me to play my best. Uh, the nice thing about this kid is he's a New York kid. So it's not like, right, he went to, to high school in Jersey. It's not like he joins the Yankees and now all of a sudden he's thrust onto the scene in New York. He knows New York. He's been here. Now, not on the, you don't know it until you know it. Right, you're talking about like knowing New York and then all of a sudden being the shortstop of the Yankees are two different things. So he was asked the question: Do you see yourself with the big club this year? That's the goal, I guess, but it's super out of my control. So, like I said, I just want to improve every day and be the best player I can be. Because at the end of the day, even if I'm playing this year, next year, or whatever, I always want to keep improving and keep being a better player. So. There's still a lot more goals to fulfill. And, and lastly, on being called, and this is this is just unfair, the next Derek Jeter. I guess it's humbling to hear, but I mean, I grew up a huge fan of Derek Jeter, and I think there's never going to be another player like him, person like him in New York or anywhere, really. So it's obviously very humbling to hear, but I think it's pretty over, over-exaggerated. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't know him at all, and I haven't dealt with him or spoken to him or anything, but he has a, a very calming demeanor. Like, it feels like he he has a personality really built for New York. Yeah, I'm excited to see him play. But again, I mean, there are a lot of expectations on this kid. And when he steps in, like, it's easy to be, you know, calm in a situation like this because there's real no, I mean, there's he's not on the team. I mean, I, I don't know how many people expect him to actually to make the team. Right, I mean that's part of this. Like he's gonna go, he's gonna show up. He's gonna play his best, and we'll see what happens. I mean he, he does kind of control it because if he shows up in the camp and he's awesome and forces their hand, they're not in love with IKF. Wouldn't you? Lo- if, I know you're not a Yankees fan. If you're a Yankees fan, wouldn't you love? Unless he's just so overwhelmed or, the, or, the, or playing shortstop for the Yankees is just too much for him. Wouldn't you love him to be the starting opening day shortstop and just get out of the way? Yeah, I think everyone would, but I mean you have to be willing. Like the organization has to be willing. To, to deal with the ups and downs. I don't care how good he is. There's going to be ups and downs. And can Are they willing to ride out the downs? Well, don't you think that if the Yankees, the way they're currently constituted, are a team that's going to win a lot of games? Yeah. Okay. But they haven't so, shown you patience like that. But maybe you adjust your... But I understand that. But maybe adjust your ways. Maybe say what we've done is not we've working. We've said that for how many days now? We keep talking about the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like if I, if I have a veteran guy who I don't, I don't love that option... I give I give one of the kids the opportunity, and see if they can do it. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be a lot more patient with uh, with Anthony Volpe than you would be with with Kiner Falefa at shortstop. Oh, clearly. I mean, they could they didn't trust him in the biggest games last season. All right, so why not? And again, if he's just if he's not ready, like if you watch him in spring training, like he's not ready, you can't play him. Fine, I get it. But if he's on the precipice of maybe being ready or maybe not or walking that fine line, why not say, you're you're a young kid, you're my shortstop. Nothing's going to change that. We're, we're going we're gonna to win 98 games regardless of whether you're great or not. Go out there and play shortstop for us. In theory, it sounds great, and I don't disagree with you. I, I think there are teams. I mean, Houston's done that. The Braves have done that. I, I think they put so much pressure on this kid, though. I mean, if there's any thought that he needs a little bit more seasoning before he steps in, because the biggest thing is, I mean, every every professional baseball player, every professional hockey player or basketball, like, there's a time – that you'll go into baseball slump, you know. It's just, it's just Sturkin's dealing with a little bit right now. Guy won the Vesna last year. Right. Well, like one of the MVP guys. I mean, could have easily and, won the and MVP. He's, he's not the same goalie this okay. year. Okay, because he's already, I mean, he's one of the best goalies in the league. You live with the fact that he's struggling right now and he'll pull his way out. Young kids you don't know. I mean, that's the, that's what makes great players great players is they, they're gonna, there'll be a time when you go into a slump, but how quickly can you get out of it? And, and uh, listen, if you look at it and you say he's just not ready. Well, the, but that's the fear, though, is that he comes into camp, Plays well, mm-hmm. he's on the team now, and now he gets off to a bad start, and he gets stuck in the bad start, and because there's so much pressure heaped on him, he can't get out of it. And now what do you do? That's the risk that you run. Now, now, then you have a problem on your hands. Like, like then you have to make a decision of do, do we send him down and let him, but oh, is that the worst thing in the world? If you start him at shortstop, and he plays 45 games, he's hitting 139, and he's just, he's a bad, like he's just bad, and he... Is there anything so awful about now sending him down and letting him season and no. cook down in the minor leagues? No, 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 no. But I think there's something to be said about making sure when you step on the field, like you're ready. So like that first impression is important. Like when you step on the field, you're ready. Right. Yeah, you'll struggle, but you can tell. Like you, the second you see this kid, you're like, yep, this kid is, he's going to be a stud. He's got it. But you, would, I, I think you would naturally just lean towards Peraza maybe. If you don't like IKF because okay. you've seen him, he's been here. I could live here. with that. 
has a better idea what the... You know what you're going to get. He's a pretty good player. He's not going to take the, the job. Like He's not going to be so good that Volpe's not going to be able to get it at some point down the road. I, I'd be fine with that. It can't be IKF, right? No, I don't think so. I mean, IKF's nice because he can play. I mean, he's a gold glove third baseman. You can move him around the infield. Isn't it weird, though? I mean, what, today's what, February 22nd? I think we're five weeks from tomorrow from opening day. And there's multiple positions with the Yankees we're very uncertain about. There were multiple positions last year in the playoffs. Who was closing games? Who was playing shortstop? Like, that was a problem last year. Yeah, but it's in the weird. Playoffs. It's weird. That's because it's the Yankees. Like, there's not as many questions with the Mets. The Mets have one. There's one, it's a bat, one, one DH. Bat. One, yeah. Who's, who's going to be your DH? Who's going to be that bat? Yankees have shortstop. It's amazing, they have though. Field. Isn't it amazing, though, when you look at both of these teams, like, the difference? Like, how many, how many players on the Yankees do Yankees fans actually like? I think they love Rizzo. I think they like Rizzo. I think they love Judge. Of course. Position players? It's in general. I think they I Nestor. Think they, they love Nest, love Nestor. Look at the Mets. You got McNeil, Nimmo, Alonzo, Alonzo, Lindor, Scherzer. Yeah. They'll love Verlander. Marte. Yeah. I mean, it's an easy team to root for. Diaz. <laughs> love Diaz. Love Diaz. Yeah. The Mets have. The Mets have. Mets have more star power than the Yankees do. Yeah, of course. I mean, listen, you got Verlander and Scherzer at the top of your rotation. You, you think the—did you hear what the K-Show said yesterday about the how wins? Many, how many? You know, l- listen. It's a lot of listen, wins. Listen to this from these three guys in the afternoon. Here, Here is Michael, Don, and Peter. Mets won 101 games. Yes. How many are they winning this year? 103. I was just going to say. No, come on. I <laughs> swear I was just going to say and 103. You're, and, and you're shorting, going on here. And you're both shorting them again. Uh, what do they got? 106. Wow. 106. That's really? shy of 86. Nine Mets. Oh, yeah. Really? That's right. right. You know why? Why? I'll tell you why. Tell me why. Number one, a guy named Francisco Lindor. And number two? Buck. And his daughter. Yep. Well, no, I meant Buck. Oh. All right. Uh, do you understand how difficult it is to win 106 games? That's a lot of wins. 106? A lot of wins. Why not just say they're going to go undefeated? The Mets well, will go know. 162 I mean, and 106? <laughs> uh, the Astros won 106 last year. And it was one of the great seasons you've seen. Dodgers won a buck 11. Okay. It's a lot. It's and, and we talked about the Dodgers were actually competing for the most wins in the history of baseball last year. In that division. 106 wins. You think well, the Mets are going to win 106? I know what you're going to say. You don't play your division as much as you used to. I get that. But you know what's funny about that, though? Because I, I, that was my, I think, everyone's initial thought. When you actually look over the last couple of years how the Mets have done in division as opposed to out of division, mm-hmm. they're, they're better in division. 106 is a whopping it's a lot of number win. It's a lot of wins. Yeah, I don't know if I would have went that high. I wouldn't have gone I that high. I know I wouldn't have went that high, no. Uh, what, what do you think? I'm not ready to make win predictions yet. No. No, when we're gonna make, we're gonna have a show. We do big, right. b- a big bold. We make a show out of it. I don't just, I can't just all of a sudden on the spur of the moment just okay, throw can I, like can I ask you this. Do you see three numbers for the Mets, or do you see two numbers for the Mets? One hundred three is a lot of wins. It's tough to go back to back 100 win seasons. I mean, um, they had a great season last year, and they won one hundred and one games. Here is the thing, though, and that was without Degrom, pretty much though. So now you add, you figure you have a healthy Verlander, yes, right, healthy Verlander, which is going to help you during the regular season. Bassett was, I mean, Bassett was so good for us, though. They'll probably be right there. Everyone stays healthy, they'll be right there. 98's a big number, too. 98's a big number. 98 and 64 is yeah. a big season. Yeah, but you've seen a lot more teams win more games now, though. Because there's so many teams that are so bad. That's what so I mean. clean up on those teams. Um, this portion of the show is driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, 
Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Also, don't miss Power Torque Tools DIY days right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Power Torque hand tools come with a lifetime guarantee. Right now, you can save big on the best hand tools, power tools, Jackson Moore, let the professional parts people at O'Reilly <laughs> Auto Parts, I knew it, help you find the right power torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto twister. Parts or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. He did a good job. Smart. I did a great job. Do you think I should be doing reads with power torque? Power torque tools. I don't I don't think. I don't think power torque and me should not be linked you know together. Ama- you know what's amazing? We got a break. Get- I'm going to get yelled at Okay, no, this is real quick, though. So, uh, <laughs> Mets last year, 101 wins. Mm-hmm. No, seriously, run differential. Plus 166. Yeah. Okay. Dodgers, 111 wins. 10 more wins. Their run differential was plus 334. It's insane. That's insane. It's crazy. They crushed teams. And, and and they bowed out in the first round of the postseason. Steamroller. Let's steamroll you. 1-800-919-3776. Let's get back to the NFL. Get back to your calls. DPHR Rothenberg with you. Whew, that's a long, bouncy segment on 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I have the Rangers suite right in front of me. Tickets. You're going to be in the Ranger Suite. I am. You're not going to be there with me. Nope. Raymond's going to hang out with me. You think RJ will go? No. Why, why do you say no? Ray, do you think there's a chance RJ will go hang out in the suite next Thursday with me? If he's allowed in. Can't see no reason why that, wouldn't that he, he be wouldn't allowed, be. Why wouldn't he be allowed I, in? I just said that I can't see a reason that he wouldn't be. Well, no. He's back from this vacation. They're going to stop. I mean, there's things that have to be done now. Now it's real. The baby's not coming until June. Yeah, but they got stuff to do. What does he have to do, do? Does he have to do next, thir- next Thursday? Nesting. 
where he can't hang out with me. But Thursday's a problem for him. You know this. Why? I, he took a four-hour nap at 4 p.m. So 4 to 8. So do, do a, a four-hour nap from 1 to 5 and then meet me at the Garden and we'll go to the Rangers game. I don't think he can control it. I think just when it happens, it happens. If you need the extra nap? But you think he's going to come back from Puerto Rico and be rested? Yeah, I think rested, but I think sleep, as you say. I banked a lot of sleep. I think it's just, it, it's going to be, it's smack him right in the face. That, okay, like I'm going to have a kid soon. You think? Yeah. Why? What do you mean, why? Because that's what's happened. That's what happens. But why, why is it going to, the kid's not going to make an appearance now. Why is it going to smack no, him not, in the face? Because I'm telling you right now, because Ange coming back now, she had a little bit of fun, week off, and now it's real. And now the house has got to be ready. We got to get everything set up, baby proofing, all crib of it. building, all, all of it. Were you a crib builder? Uh, I built the crib. Yeah. Did you really? I had to take it. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're so good. I try. I to, but it didn't fit. It. Here's the problem with this thing, though. It doesn't fit out the door frame. So you get in order to move. So you have the, to undo it and then move it in pieces outside right. the, the door and then build it back up again. Painful. That sounds terrible. Awful. Awful. You couldn't go out the window and then. Back in through the house. No, if it well, it didn't fit through the door. I would have a hard time believing it's going to fit through the window. No, I know the windows you have. <laughs> Stay out of my windows. I know those windows you have. Anyhow, this is a big deal. Raymond, you're going to hang out in the suite with me as long as you possibly can, right? Well, I don't know how long I can hang out there. I do have a game to do. Can I bring Alex to the broadcast booth? I can't see why that would be an issue. Would you? Well, you what know? would the difference be? You could jump over Don's call anyway. Wow. Me? No. Your son could just jump in. Well, Dave's oh. going to do it. Oh, well, that's very nice of you. Might as well let Alex just jump right, right over. Right in it. Mike, you'll stop. Don't uh, look at me like that. I mean, I'm not doing I mean, I'm terrified of Dave Maloney. He so would you, kill you. Kill you. He, he, he's almost 70, though. You know who I saw the other day? Marty Lyons. Dude, his hands. He shook my hand. Where'd you see Marty Lyons? At the K event. Uh, yeah, saw him there. That was, I don't look at that as the he's other really day. Bounced, he's really bounced back from the softball incident. From the, the slide at the softball game where he's bleeding from the mouth? <laughs> That's not a slide. That was not a slide. No, he, no. He, he attempted to slide and kind of like just he didn't move, and then but it was, and then his face smacked was, into the ground. There was no hands involved. Wasn't great. <laughs> Wasn't great. Uh, anyhow, Rangers fans, listen up. Here's your chance to hang with me. This is a this is a big giveaway. You might have your own promo on the on the station on the air, but I'm giving away tickets to hang with me. In a lounge at the Garden for the Rangers' March 2nd matchup against Ottawa. Just be caller number. Your number, you tell me. What do you want? Six. Six, okay. For Santiago, six. Oh, so nice. You guys uh, are so close now. Right now, 888-987-ESPN. You'll score a pair of tickets to help me cheer on the blue shirts as they make their playoff push all from your home for the hookup, ESPN New York. But here's my thing. I don't want to be in the suite. I don't want to see your in thing. The, in the lounge. What's the lounge now? Is that the new thing? It's a lounge? No, no, no. It's it's. I guess there's like a, the suite that you go in, that we have the suite there. And then there's also like a lounge area. It's, it's not the nice. actual suite where it, it holds more people. I think I've it holds like 40 that. people. And they have food there and you hang really? out there. Yeah. So, and I, I should have made sure before committing to this. Who are they playing? Detroit? No. They're playing Ottawa. Yeah. It's still a Rangers game. Yeah, it's Ottawa. Um... Is that I don't want to have like just this nonsensical conversation with people at the game. Like, oh, is Rick really as funny? And, 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 and you say yes. Like, it's five thirty in the morning. I hope, no, that, but, I hope that everyone asks you questions the whole game. No, because I'm not looking for that. So if someone walks up to you and just starts gives you a five pack. You can just say no. Well, I mean, there's intermissions. There's commercial breaks. There's an appropriate. Why don't time we put to, on a show during intermissions? Why don't we do a stump Rothenberg? Stu- well, maybe if you were there, I could have you lead a stump Rothenberg. But because you won't be there, when are you do, when are you doing the uh, the Big Islanders event? 
What uh, uh, there's no You're right? not taking people to no. a, a lounge at uh, UBS. I wasn't asked. No. No. Really. <laughs> Let, let's go to uh, Shooter in Stanford. Good morning, Shooter. You're on ninety-eight seven. Such a bad guy. Yep. The worst. Good morning, Shooter. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, let me just butter my bail. Give me a sec. All right. Um, hey, did you okay. did you really truly just butter a bagel? Yeah, I'm home today. I'm home for the week, man. The teachers are off. Who are? Who are? What are you doing, though? Like, why did you have to announce to us you were buttering a bagel and take time away from the phone call to butter said bagel? I didn't want to be rude and leave, you know, empty air time while I was doing it. But couldn't you have put the bagel down for 30 <laughs> seconds and buttered it when we were done with the call? You guys know how it goes. The, 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 the bagel comes out of the toaster, man. You got to butter it. You couldn't have left the bagel in the warm perfectly. toaster until the call was done. I, th- I think the, the silence probably would have been less rude than saying, oh, let me butter <laughs> let this me bagel butter while I'm on the bagel. phone with you. That, that's right, pretty right. rude. Give me a break, eh? Eh, give me a break. All right, Shooter, all right. What, what, do you, what do you got? And, it, and now it better be really good. Oh, this is going to be good. Well, you Mets fans are loving this, loving this Yankee team up, man, because we got all these gaps. We got third, we got short, we got left. You're loving it, and I don't blame you. Um. As a Yankee fan, I'm thinking Josh Donaldson is the type of guy, right, who would take the chance, maybe do some PEDs, have maybe have a big season, maybe ruin his career if he gets caught, but he'd probably do it. He's 37. That's when Bonds was, when he broke the home run record. But you can't. I mean, um, we can't project that that all of a sudden. Yeah, Barry start Bonds doing was still. But Barry Bonds was still awesome, man. What are you talking about? That's well, just a weird call. Yeah, it wasn't his best. No, he's busy with the bagel. Butter my. You know when the bagel comes out, you gotta you gotta butter it. He couldn't have left it in the toaster for another thirty seconds. Made that great point about doing PEDs. Yeah, maybe whip. You get some whip butter. Well, you, know, you don't have to put butter in the refrigerator. I mean, it's amazing, right? How many butter times can, are we gonna bring this up? It's a, it, because it was we'll my. Stop. It was my. Oh, we can spend we can spend hours talking about your coffee beans that you smuggle. Oh, in, or how about your cowboys? I mean, there's not nothing with the cowboys we can't bring up that you don't want to get into. Well, as you said, I'm the expert here on it. I I don't bring it up. You do. You're the Cowboys expert. All I'm saying is we're at our yeah, friend's you're house. You're such, such an expert. You'd have a, a job on the Cardinals staff, wouldn't you? Oh. Yeah, right. Well, listen. This, got, it looks like they'll hire anyone. Staff. They'll hire anyone, okay? Sound effects guys. <laughs> <laughs> Could you, I, I'm telling you right now, I would pay. Tell me the amount of money I would pay to be in his, like his first speech to the team. Imagine what his first speech to the team is going to be like. I don't watch Hard Knocks anymore. They have to I've put, weaned myself oh, off of it. Oh, I would love it. But weren't they just on Hard Knocks? Yeah. Mid-season. Yeah. Wouldn't you love for... Now, I think when you have a new head coach, you don't have to no, go to Hard I Knocks. No, I would pay good money to watch that. I would watch oh, that, too. Oh, my God, would that be good? I've opted out of Hard Knocks because it feels repetitive. It's like the same no, thing still over good, and over. Though. Listen, if you love it, that's fine. I don't love it anymore. I like the behind-the-scenes stuff. I liked it, and I just feel like it becomes kind of regurgitated. It's the same thing over and over and over. That's fine. I think it's good. Okay. But I would saying, pay, I would but what I'm saying take is money. I agree with you oh. that if, if Gannon and the Cardinals oh were to go goodness. hard knocks behind the scenes, it would be must Do you imagine TV. he pops out and started doing like sound effects like that in front of the whole team? I can't believe he did that. Shoo, first. Shoo, 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 shoo. <laughs> Explosives. <You> ever, Shots. <laughs> that is so weird. You imagine me. It's the first time he met him. I mean, no, nobody does that. Have you ever met anybody no. that does anything like that? <laughs> like, if and, I had and a... Did you see the video? His hands are moving, right. too. Every time. Every, yeah. yeah. It's like, shoom, 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 shoom. Shots. Shot. Explosives. <laughs> Explosives. <laughs> He's moving his arms. Um, James from Badly Beach won the contest. Yeah, it's Bradley Beach. My bad. That was a spelling error.
That's great. Bauer. Yes. So what's, what's happening? You right highlight the thing is scrolling down right. my screen. Right down. And it says badly beach. <laughs> like, all right, let me get this in before it vanishes because he's moving it down the screen so quickly. I say badly beach. And he's like, oh no, it's Bradley. It's perfect this is happening. This is speaking to my earlier point about Volpe. Is like so this is this not, is not ready. How how quickly can, can can he get out of this funk? If, if he takes the badly beach to shortstop, and all of a sudden he makes some badly errors. Well, no, he took the Dorian Finney-Smith to the badly beach. Yes, and now, and now it's comp- compounding. Right. is what's happening. Uh, Glenn, who seems to be on hold for a long time, almost every morning, is in Yonkers. Good morning, Glenn. You're on ninety eight seventy ESPN. Hey, Rick. I uh, think you guys uh, and Dave, thanks for taking my call. You're very welcome, Glenn. What do you got today? All right, so my my you guys yesterday were talking so much about football and how much. Uh, all right, so Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time, right? But he's always taking the least amount of money. So does it make sense to sign Daniel Jones to like some crazy number and give Barkley some crazy number, and for the Jets to bring in? Like, think about this: if you're the the Packers have won two Super Bowls and Glenn, you're all over the place. Work, work with the Giants. Right, with right, me. So Why are the Giants going to give point, both my... of these guys a crazy number? What do the Jets have to do with it? And then and then the Packers separately. Go ahead, quickly explain right, what you're talking right, about. All right, so you have seven Super uh, seven MVPs between the uh, with the Packers between Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and only two Super Bowls. So like super like. Talented quarterbacks don't equal uh, wins. Well, not Super Bowl wins. All no, it, it, no, but I mean Aaron Rodgers did win in the, over the course of the first three years of Matt Lafleur thirty nine games in the regular season. So I mean, there's something to be said about that too. You I don't think, to get to the playoffs. I don't think it equates exactly to wins. But look who wins the Super Bowl. The best quarterbacks win the Super Bowl. The best quarterbacks are always the ones left standing. Look who was left standing. Jalen Hurts was he great this year? Yes. Joe Burrow was he great this year? Yes. Patrick Mahomes is he great every the year? Best. Yes. Brock Purdy was he great this year? He was good. He was he was very he good, was really good until he got hurt. That that sounds bad, by the way. This elbow thing. He's got the inflammation still. So they can't even do surgery. No, they can't. No, they want to wait till the swelling gets out of it. But they don't even know. Like they're just they're, they're going to go. It's almost like you're going to be an exploratory surgery with they're him. They're forecasting that this is the surgery that we want to do, but that could change once we're in the elbow. Uh, Buck Showalter. We have some great sounding Buck Showalter. How about this? You don't have to cut up a hot dog. What's the deal with shoe sizes? He thinks the bullpen carts could come back. We got to get to this. Buck, very entertaining. We'll do it next. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I missed this show. I enjoyed the show a lot. I love the show. Uh, very entertaining. Right. Uh, Kiefer you know they Sutherland. Me, they call me Chloe. Chloe. Yeah. Because I hack right in. I, you need oh, me you on can the hack right in? I hack right Remember in. Remember Lewis? I used to love Lewis. I love the show. It's a great show. I wonder if Bauer could do anything like Jack Bauer. If our Bauer? Yeah, if he deserves the nickname. No. Well, can we, we should try to find, I mean, should we find something? That he could do? Can you hack into a computer system, Bauer? It's it's possible for me. I think I can do that. If a man walked in with a weapon into the studio, could you could you subdue him with your thumb? My thumb? Absolutely not. Could you subdue him, period? I can give it my best shot. That's not bad. 50 50 odds. We're we're looking for your best shot. We're looking for you to get the job done. If I gave you a little satchel like Jack Bauer and I had you run outside or tie you up, can you defuse a bomb? Uh, No. I can hack a computer, probably not defuse a bomb. Can you cut audio like Jack Bauer? Oh, of course. He has some skills. I don't have a tremendous amount of faith. No, I don't have a lot of faith either, but he's got some skills. Bauer's a good name, though. It's a great name. Bauer. Strong, powerful. It's a strong name. You, you think confidence. I think he just gets rid of Tom on just period. Just goes like Madonna? Bauer. Bauer. That's it. He doesn't need more than that. Do you, do your friends call you Bauer? No, they call me by my first name. They call Tom. you Tom. Yeah. I think that's a misstep. I think you're missing an opportunity there. They call you Tommy? Yeah, they do sometimes. On Tommy? occasion. Eh, kind of weak. I think you got to step up. Not masculine, really. I think next week you go, you go get the birth certificate changed. Just Bauer or Chips. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would Have never. I, about... I would never be named Chips. Absolutely no, not. That was ridiculous. Your own nickname is not something you would go by. Santiago, I could see you as your own nickname guy. Where's his own jersey? I'm... Come on, now. You, wear, you wear Santiago Six. Okay, that's not a nickname. Well, but I think but you, you play could, in the Cowboys. You though. could create your own nickname. What would your nickname be? Would haven't come up with one. What do you think about it? Coffee. Are you smuggler. disinterested? Are you at the point where you're you're done? Uh, you I'm, tapped I'm, out? I'm disinterested in this conversation. I can tell you. Are you what, tapped out? What What are you looking for? What, 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 what would move to call the you? needle for you, Ray? Did, did you tease out some Buck Show Walter? I did. There? Cowboys interior line. Would that Would that get you excited this morning? What was the one? Uh, I don't have the drop handy. Oh, jeez. Never mind. He's checked out. He he's really. He's checked he, out. He really. You know what? We got, we got an two hour and a half hour days. He replaced RJ. He did great. It's too much. And now he's jumped the shark. It's over. Jumped the shark. Get RJ too back many computer, tomorrow. Too many computer screens. Call RJ right now. I'm going to call him right now. No, you're not. No, you're not. He's going to panic. Call him right now. Aunt, please don't call him. I'm going to tell him that Raymond has tapped out. No. I'm calling I don't him think right that's, now. I don't think that's right. Raymond is doing a great job, and Raymond, you're, you're going you're gonna to really call him. Is it I too don't early? believe you. I don't believe you. You don't think he'll call him? No, no. I, don't I, challenge I, him. No, he totally will. Of course don't, I will. Don't talking about you. The, you, you don't, me? Yeah, the, we're in this hole because you, you, you outright said that I'm disinterested. It sound, because it sounded when I was talking to you like you didn't so, care. And then he's oh, he, now, now all of a sudden, oh, he's doing a great job. Everything. Well, because great. I didn't want him to call RJ. It's like the, it's like when you're yeah, rich you to your mom, do. and she's like, your dad's going to be home in 15 minutes. Just wait. You're like, no, I'm sorry, mom. I didn't mean it. But you kind of do. You kind of do want him to call. No, no, I don't at all. I want RJ to RJ's sleeping right now. Do you think he's sleeping? Yes. No, I, I guarantee he's not sleeping. No, he wakes I, up at 2 o'clock every morning. He's I, not sleeping I at 8.49. I promise you, he's probably, he's probably sleeping on Angie's belly right now. No. Yes. 
Bauer, listening rub, to the heartbeat. Rub Santiago's shoulders a little bit. Bauer, what's Loosen your deal? Up. Do you have a girlfriend? I do not have a girlfriend, no. Are you actively looking? This is why he can hack computers. No, not at the moment. No, he's not actively looking. You do so the two of you guys are perfect back there. <laughs> you, do, you do any dating sites? No, no dating sites. Well, what do you do? I don't pursue dating at the moment. That, oh, no? That's all that. Yeah. Wow. If, if, it hap- you, if it happens naturally, I'll let it happen naturally. Could, would you allow us site. to set you up on a dating oh. site? Uh, probably not, no. Why? We'll create your profile. You want to go to Tinder? <laughs> no. I'm Have good. you ever been on Tinder? No, I've never been on Tinder. Would wow. you... Would would you go on Tinder? Probably not. If I, if I was actively seeking someone out, I would probably go on the dating app. Yeah, but it's a, it's a, just a casual encounter, maybe. Eh, I don't know. How about, uh, don't they have like the, the, the sugar daddies? Would you Fuck. go on that? Sugardaddies.com. <laughs> Does ESPN pay you handsomely where you can afford a sugar mommy? Maybe. Sugar baby. Maybe in a few years down the line. Yeah, you're not there yet. <laughs> Uh, did somebody say Buck Showalter? All right, here is uh, Buck Showalter. He thinks that bullpen carts could make a big comeback. Yeah, we were talking. We we're going to we're going to practice. You know, there's another part of this of coming out of the bullpen, knowing how much time and how quick you have to get to the to the mound. You know, I think you may see some of the golf cart stuff come back. You know, it's important that you get from the warning track to the mound quickly. So, serious question. I don't know this. Are they going to enforce how long you have by the time, like the the manager? Calls well, on you to yeah. your first pitch. Obviously, yeah. And what is that going to be? Well, they're going to practice it. Well, you got to be all warmed up in the bullpen. Oh, no, of course. Yeah, obviously. And then you're going to come on, you get your, what, seven warm-up pitches, and then away we go. Yeah, you want as much time as possible. So, I mean, they'll they'll test it out, I guess. The bullpen cart seems so lazy. Well, you're trying to save time. I mean, it's, it's lazy, but it's also, I mean... The goal is to save time, right? That's why you would do it. Do you remember when they used to have like the, the yeah. team's helmet? They still I, I have never it. remember the Yankees having. They still the bullpen. have it. There's Team, some teams that do teams it. use the bullpen cart. Still, you, I think you can choose to use it if you want. It's I mean, you're walking from the outfield to the it. pitcher's mound. I wish they would drive me under the ice. It seems so lazy. It is lazy. Very lazy. I mean, think about it. You, you're going in there. You're making 14 pitches, and you can't even exert any energy to get to the mound. You have to take a cart. Well, you're trying to calm yourself down. So you don't get your, you know, you don't get you know, your heart rate pumping. Who was, who was it, John Rocker that used to sprint to the mound? Well, there's another picture. Remember, he used to sprint and then slide. <laughs> no, he would yeah, slide on the mound. No, slide into. Yeah, he would slide like right before the mound. He would slide. I don't remember that. Santiago, you know who I'm talking about? There was a guy that used to sprint. Relief from... pitcher. Yeah, he used to sprint out of the bullpen and then he would slide. Well, Rocker, Rocker definitely sprinted. No, I don't know. But Rocker, I don't, know, I don't he remember didn't sliding slide. into he the mound. Slide. Hang on. Like he would slide into into the not into, into the, the rubber. Like, no, no, not into the rubber. <laughs> like it's before the mound. Like he would like on the grass. I know Heath Bell did that in the All-Star game. It was Heath Bell that did, but didn't, didn't he do it for a reason, though? Or was that just a joke? Heath Bell was a former Met. I think it was just a joke. He just sprinted out like full speed, like out of the bullpen and, and just slid in front of the mound. Yeah, I think it was just a joke. It was just the one time. Is that what you're talking about, that one? That was the one of them I'm talking about, yeah. I don't remember that. Todd Coffey was another one who sprinted. Todd Coffey. I think Cincinnati Reds. You remember you know, him? You know too much. Uh, anyhow, more from Buck. Um, <laughs> Buck's funny. He said Carrasco cut his finger. Um, cutting vegetables up. Here, here's uh, here's the manager. Did I tell you yesterday, Carrasco cut his finger cutting up vegetables. Left finger, this finger between these two, between these two, between these two. Those vegetables. I'm telling you, you don't have to. You don't have to cut up a, a, a hot dog. You know what he was doing? He was he was holding his middle finger up to yeah. the media. Is what he's doing. He's, well, he knows how to play the media. He's very, very funny, very dry, very like he's. He's the perfect manager. He's in full control. He's the he knows every rule. He knows what to do. He knows how to h- handle the players. If you notice during these games, players want to be close to him. 
They want to learn from him. They want to be near him. Oh, he's a baseball savant. And I think, I mean, you have to imagine, too, that he's kind of, he's probably lightened up a little bit where he's more approachable now. I would think so. I mean, good managers have to do that. You have to adapt I, to the I would players. think so. But it's pretty remarkable that a guy like Buck Showalter, who I think we all think is one of the great managers in baseball, was out of the game for so long. It just shows you the, the weird direction that the, the sport is going, doesn't it? Yeah, but I mean, there are, there are guys like that, though. I mean, there are a lot of people like GMs in particular that like to be the smartest guy in the room. And when Buck walks into a room, you're not the smartest guy in the room. He is. Like they, there's well, what a, kind of a stupid GM wouldn't want a manager a to lot. be so Plenty of them. Okay, you know, that's a big problem. Well, especially, but you got to think now, though. I mean, with the I mean, GM, we talk about it all the time, and the analytics department makes a lot of these decisions. So you got a bunch of guys that, that fancy themselves as the smartest guys in the room, then Buck walks in and you're like, hmm, Buck probably knows more than all of us. And why is that bad? It, no, it's it, not. Explain to me. So you think there's GMs out there that say, I don't want Buck Showalter because he's so smart and he takes away how I appear to everyone else. Well, not even to anywhere else, but just, in, I mean, for what you're trying to do. Like, is Buck Showalter going to be the kind of guy where I give him all this information and tell him what I want, you know, what I would like to see happen, and he's going to follow that? Or is he going to take the information? And go out on his own? Well, not even go out on his own. Like, what you should do is what I think, I think you feel the same way, is give me all the information you can. I'll go through it. And you make the ed- most and educated decision Right, you and can. I'll figure out how to present it to each guy, because each guy is different. So this guy needs less information. This guy needs more information. It's like Torch took the, uh, Tortorella took the iPads off the bench. So you know, That was recently, right? Yeah, like yeah. you see all these guys go back to the bench, they're looking at their shifts. Gone. You guys are thinking about it too much. Like, you just got you got to know your team. But I think there's a lot of these GMs that, I mean, they want to be in control. I just find it very curious that Buck Showalter, who I think we would all agree is one of the smarter baseball men out there, was unemployed for such an extended period of time. It's I guess surprising. it says a lot about the game of baseball. It does. But it's also to our benefit, though, because, I mean, we we were a mess. The clubhouse was a mess. We needed an adult, and he stepped in, and it's been seamless. Do you think there's a chance, because Buck is not a young man, what, he's like 66 maybe? Somewhere in that range. Do you think there's a chance that, that Beltran at some point winds up back to actually manage games? I don't know if that's something that he wants to do. Does he want to manage, or is he happy doing more of the front, front office, office stuff? stuff? I don't know. I'm just wondering if that's kind of the, the, the transition that at some point Buck kind of slows down and... Eventually calls it a day, and Beltron, who, who they wanted to be the manager at one point, winds up as the manager yet again. Buck 66. Uh, listen, if I'm Buck, and knowing, I mean, that Steve Cohen is going to spend whatever it takes, I'm riding, and I don't have a championship yet? I, yeah, he's got to win a title. I'm riding this bad boy He's got to win a title. What, what year are we in? 2023? By 2030, the Mets absolutely have to have a title. Have to. Absolutely have to have, have a to. title. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.